if you are a retail business owner, I would bet dollars to donuts that you have said the phrase, I wish my employees would just act like an owner. I wish that my employees would take more responsibility. I wish that you guys would care about the business like I do. Whatever the phrase you use, at the end of the day, every business owner wishes that their employees would treat the business as they treat the business. Every business owner just wishes that their employees would act like an owner. And if they did, certainly they would probably pay them more similar to an owner. However, that's just not the way it works. Oftentimes, as a retail store business owner, you need to pull your head out of the sand and realize that your employees are not acting like owners because they don't make money like an owner. So what gives? What could get your employees to act like owners? Well, I would propose to you being in this position for uh, several years now, 10 years or greater, that the way to get your employees to act like owners is to pay them like an owner. If you make more money, they make more money. When your goals are aligned with your employees in that, when I make money, you make more money. Um, I think that your employees will act like owners. And so today I want to talk about three ways to tie your employees pay to the profitability of the store. I want to talk about a few ways that we've tried that worked well and didn't work well. Uh, being in this business for several years now, we have found a bunch of different ways that it helps to tie your employees' pay to the profitability of the business. But how can you do just that? How can you do it that's easy? How can you do it that's not super complicated? Of course, you can Google how to pay employees and all these different things pop up. And these large corporations have, well, you do this much percent of sales and this much percent of profit and tie that to the sales and blah, blah, blah. Um, but what's a practical, easy way for a small retail family-owned business owner to pay their employees and in turn have them act like owners? That is the episode today. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Better Business Podcast, the podcast that helps you improve your family-owned retail business. My name is Steve Cook. I'm a third generation business owner. And with the things I've learned and talk about on this show, I've taken my family's retail business to over $10 million in sales. Now let's get to the show. <clears throat> so the three ways that you can tie your employees pay to profit. Um, today we're going to talk about this and we're going to start out with the most basic. Um, of course, there are a lot of people that you want to tie their pay to profit, but they're just not invested with you that in a way that you might have that level of deep trust with them like you might somebody else. Also, when somebody is with you for three to four to five months, you don't necessarily want to get into some sort of contract or some sort of uh, such a complicated pay that you have to have them somewhat trust you before they um, overcome or once they get to that level of pay. Um, what I'm talking about is how we pay our managers is they get a 
profit sharing bonus once per quarter. Um, of course, if an employee's only been with you for five months, it's hard to tell them, hey, in three months, I'm gonna put you on this program. Um, that's almost double the time that they've been with you total. So I wanna talk about three ways, one being the easiest and most basic, and then three being the most complicated and complex. So uh, hang on with me. At first, we're gonna talk about the typical retail employee so three ways to tie their profit, their pay to profit. Uh, the first way to tie an employee's pay to profit is to do small challenges. Uh, this is going to be with your most basic retail employees. So we're talking about the high school kid at the counter. We're talking about the college and uh, young adult people that are in your retail store doing some challenges. Um, I like to think of it in a way that the more uh, basic the job level is, the more basic the position is and the employee is, the younger the employee is, the shorter and the smaller scale that you want to have these challenges take place. So you don't want to have a challenge or a uh, complicated pay structure in a way that's in a quarter at a time or every six months at a time or God forbid one year at a time, I give you some sort of bonus. Um, yes, that might make somebody stick around longer, but at the end of the day, what you're trying to get the employee to do is act like an owner. And they're only going to act like an owner if you have these quick hits all the time that are going to make them remember, oh, I need to upsell this. Oh, I need to uh, try to take care of this customer a little better. You know, I think about it just like a child. Uh, when a child is small, you have to reinforce good behavior or bad behavior with quick short things. Uh, when a child first begins to, uh, you know, walk and talk and uh, move around and interact and they try to put their finger in a electrical socket, you might be able to flick them immediately. Um, if, however, you said, hey, I'm going to, uh, you know, spank you five minutes from now, the child is not old enough to uh, have that sort of uh, regret and sorrow. Uh, they won't understand why you're spanking them five minutes from now. They do understand, however, a flick or, you know, screaming, don't do that, uh, you know, at a, a very quick hit interval, um, very quickly after after they do something. In contrast to that, when you have a child that's 18, 19, 20, 25, 30 years old, and you say, hey, you know, you disappointed me. I, I, I didn't think our family stood for these types of morals. I'm, I'm, I'm mad that you did this or that, or you treated me this way or whatever it might be. And you talk to them a month after maybe they said or did something, they will still understand the lesson. They will still feel the sorrow and the regret, even though it's a month later. When as a child, they needed that two minute later, that two second later reinforcement of that flick or that scream or that shout, whatever it might be. So I think about that the same way with employees. Uh, when you first hire an employee, they need that reinforcement. They need that trust of, oh man, this is exciting. I did this, I got paid for it one day later, one week later, one month later. When you start getting into the one quarter, six months, whatever it might be with these new employees, these kids that are making 10 to 12, $14 an hour, they need those quick kits. They need that constant reminder uh, a lot faster than maybe a salaried manager does. So tie small things to challenges. Whoever sells the most of these gets $100. Uh, for every one of these you sell, you get a dollar. 
Uh, work on small upsell things. Work on uh, every time you get a positive Google review, you get 20 bucks, whatever it might be. Uh, every time you add a new customer in, you get this or that, whatever it might be. Work on those quick hit things where you pay them at the end of the day, maybe at the end of the week. Uh, these are with your everyday retail employees. Another way to tie profit share um, to the way that they're paid, excuse me, is to tie a percent of sales or a percent of the sales growth to their pay. This could be paid monthly. Uh, if you have very good uh, bookkeeping, very good uh, point of sale system, this could probably be paid weekly as well. Tie a percent of the sales. So uh, for a restaurant, that might be maybe the uh, host or the hostess. Uh, perhaps this is the uh, cook staff. Maybe this is the uh, shift leader or a assistant manager. Uh, maybe you have a uh, retail environment like a coffee shop or something like that. Tie the uh, shift leaders, this kind of stepping up. This is uh, people that are a little bit higher up, a percentage of sales or sales growth. The reason why we're doing this and not some sort of profitability is because you're typically only able to get this profitability after you have organized your books after you have, you know, kind of broken down your, your book work, you might have to uh, meet with your accountant or your bookkeeper, whatever it might be. So the sales are the sales, you know, what your sales are at the end of the day. So if your point of sale system will tell you your sales, make sure you don't over promise this, of course, uh, since it's sales, this isn't profitable sales. This is just the sales. So, uh, it might be, you know, in, in our business, uh, oftentimes a, a half a percent is a large number. It actually comes out to a pretty large number that can double someone's paycheck at times. So, uh, you might take a look at this kind of run some figures of what you typically do in a week or, or whatever it might be. Um, in contrast to that, <clears throat> If this is sales growth, you could also do it that way. So any sales that we have over last year, any sales that we have over last week or whatever it might be, the growth of your sales, you could tie the performance or pay to that as well. Again, um, go with what your gut tells you. If this is somebody that's been around, you know, this is a shift leader, assistant manager, or something like that, uh, you might try to pay this weekly or maybe monthly or biweekly, uh, whatever it might be. However, that goes with your pay schedule. But do not, do not, do not do this if you are not going to reinforce the good behavior that goes along with it. Explain to them why they did what was good. Explain to them why they what they did was bad, whatever it might be, why they are getting paid, why they are not getting paid. Make sure you sit down and have a learning experience from this and reinforce it daily, every other day, weekly, whatever it might be. Reinforce this all of the time. So the second thing was tying a percent of the sales or the percent of sales growth to their pay. The third and final way, and this is how we actually pay our salaried managers, is by tying a percentage of the profit every quarter that is paid. So the percentage of our profitability, so the store obviously has sales. Out of those sales, we've obviously paid a certain amount of uh, money for those products, which is our cost of goods sold. Out of that, we have our gross profit. And out of that gross profit, obviously, we have all of these expenses that come out. We have labor. We have uh, utilities. We have rent. We have all of these things that come out after that. And at the very end, we have our net 
profit. So what we do with our salaried managers is once a quarter, we sit those individuals down and we talk about what was good and what was bad in this last quarter. The salaried managers that we have on staff are actually responsible for almost everything on that P&L except for the margin. <clears throat> and they are responsible for margin in that they are able to sell different products to different customers. But I do typically set almost all of the prices, but um, they are even responsible for the margin in that uh, the product that gets busted or lost or stolen or whatever it might be. Also, they would um, be able to affect that on the P&L as well. So by tying these salaried managers pay to the um, profitability of the business, this identically aligns my goals as a business owner is to make profit. That profit is my paycheck. Also, that ties your salaried manager's goals to the more profit the store makes, the more bonus I make, the more commission I make. This is where I see the business owner and the salaried manager having a difference of alignment of um, goals and values and things like that. You have to be careful as a business owner. I feel that different business owners have different tolerances of risk. Some business owners are completely okay with going six months to a year without necessarily taking profitability out of the business. However, you have to be careful. Some salaried managers have a job because they don't want to live on 100% profit. They don't want to live on 100% commission or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, they want a job with the company because they want a weekly paycheck. They want a bi-weekly paycheck or a monthly paycheck. So <clears throat> you have to be careful to not tie all of their performance to the profit. However, I do think that this aligns your managers to your goals as well. Um, this is an incredible way to feel like you've got a partner in the business more than just a manager. You've got a, a true business partner and you can start referring to them as your business partners and reinforcing those things like, hey, you're in it as, you know, maybe not as much as me, but you're in this together. We're in this together. What do you think would make the store more profit? Um, these managers really take the uh, pay of profit to heart, I feel, um, they start caring about the utilities. They start caring about labor. They'll send people home uh, when you're overstaffed. They'll, they care about uh, customers on a deeper level than just customers. They care about them because they make money from them as well. So <clears throat> these are three levels that I think are great to tie um, your employees to uh, make them treat this business like an owner. And I think that at any level that you can get your employees into this, the more they're going to treat the business like their own. They're going to care about customers because they make money from those customers just like you do. So I hope that this helped you get a new idea. I'm sure you none of these ideas were um, groundbreaking novel ideas, but I hope that maybe there's a few nuances in this that you hadn't thought of. Um, I hope that you will have the... Uh, courage. I hope that you'll also have the organization in your business to be able to do some things like this. It it certainly takes a little bit step farther, but 
I think that it excites and aligns everybody's goals and values uh, to the same thing. Uh, and it also gives you a reason to look into your books, gives you a reason to look into your sales. Are we up or are we down? Um, and it makes you kind of uh, forces you to go through those things at times, especially once a quarter going through your entire P&L um, detailed. I think that these are great things for you to do. So thank you for listening to this episode, Better Business Podcast. I've said this on uh, the podcast before last, but I hope that you will reach out to me. I hope that you will tell me I'm a fellow business owner, retail business, family business owner. I hope that you'll reach out and tell me some creative ways that maybe you've paid your employees. Um, I would love to get some ideas from you. And further, I hope that if you have a comment or a question about this episode that you will reach out to me. I'd love to help. Um, I have nothing to sell you. <clears throat> I'm a fellow business owner from central Oklahoma. I am just doing this podcast to learn, to reinforce the things that I have learned and to record and timestamp the things that I have learned and done in our business and try to pass it along to folks like you. So our listenership is growing and that is incredibly encouraging, but uh, I have very rarely have people that reach out to me and uh, give me their opinions, uh, talk to me about the episode, tell me how they found my podcast, things like that. So I hope that if you're listening to this, you'll reach out to me, send me a a message. All of my contact information is linked in the show notes below. And so I hope you'll reach out to me and tell me what maybe you would like to hear a podcast episode about, a podcast guest that you would like to recommend, or perhaps you want to be a podcast guest. I'd love to have you as well. Thank you for listening to this episode. We'll talk to you soon.